0: My name is Paulina, I study Graphic Design at Royal Academy of Art in The Hague and you are listening to a series of podcasts with currently enrolled students which aim to bring insights into the programs of different departments at our academy. Happy to have you with us and uh, yeah, let's go! Okay, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of In Conversation. Um, Today I have a special guest, it's Stefan from Master Industrial Design Department. Stefan is in his second year and yeah, welcome Stefan, it's nice to have you today with me.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Could you maybe introduce yourself to our listeners and uh, tell me who are you, Um, you can also mention how old are you, Uh, where do you come from, what's your background as you are also in the master program and why uh, did you decide to study at the royal academy of art <laughs>
1: many <laughs> questions okay yeah i'm um, sorry <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> so no, <laughs> all good. uh so yeah i'm i'm stefan i'm 25 and as you mentioned a second year student in the master industrial design uh department um i came uh yeah to the netherlands two years ago to start this masters before uh, i did a bachelor's in in germany uh, in the, in the south in munich or near munich in rosenheim And yeah, there was about interior architecture and Mm -hmm. it was quite technical. Uh, So yeah, I I really dove into architecture and the systems behind it and also the technicalities of furniture design. And that really was interesting to me. So in my masters, I wanted to focus on product design and. yeah also industrial design uh, but also wanted to question my own motivations it was very much about sustainability understanding life cycle assessments um, the way material cycles work and yeah my research for the masters i found this program and uh, what stood out to me that this is an art school and um, they advertise this though as yeah them really trying to reinvent or uh, redesign the whole industry and i wanted to understand how that worked so that's why i came here to the kbk and yeah now i'm doing industrial
0: design here <laughs> that sounds like a grave path and uh, i want to also ask you about your uh, previous studies yeah because you mentioned that it was more uh, in the field of architecture and furniture design more of a like a technical approach yeah what were you researching uh, during your bachelor and you mentioned a little bit that it's uh, it was a topic of sustainability mm-hmm. which kind of merged your bachelor and your master uh, courses but like
1: yeah so uh, I graduated uh, with the topic of sustainability in furniture design and mainly focused on on chairs within that. and I yeah I tried to create life cycle assessments for those chairs and um, my focus was really then thinking about yeah what materials should be used, how should a chair con- uh, be constructed, um, how does it? How does the physicality, so the design, need to look like to be um, yeah, ergonomic for as many people as possible? Um, and how can it be recycled? And all those questions were really intriguing to me. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was uh, quite technical within that. Um, yeah, and I wanted to explore that further, mm-hmm. um, which is now my whole design motivation: is trying to design for sustainability and um, also. Uh, question uh, for whom we make that. I mean, in in a couple of years, we're going to or in a couple of uh, 30 years, I think we're going to hit uh, around 10 billion people. How uh, does an industry, how does industrial design need to answer to the needs of all those people?
0: Yeah, indeed, very pressing questions. I totally agree. And um, about this, uh, your approach and your personal interest as a creative person. uh, I think we're going to talk about a little bit later, but for now, we are in uh, industrial design department. Yeah. Um, so if you could uh, tell me and explain me what is the the structure of your department, what kind of schedule it is, what kind of classes you have.
1: So, like I mentioned, it's a two years master or two year master program, and uh, in the first year uh, we have, I think, uh, always around seven or eight individual courses, but they are all revolving around one topic per semester. For me, in the first semester, that was textiles. And we had two design projects. So one of one, one of them was about um, how to yeah, recycle and reuse fibers and textiles, and the other one was more about the production process and um, yeah how we uh, can create um, yeah new textile products. Um, and there mm-hmm. it was really interesting to me because again uh, the the topic of sustainability immediately hit, and we were able to uh, question. Uh, what we're doing constantly through the other courses. So uh, design research we have, or design theory, and uh, you're constantly, um, you have this kind of kaleidoscopic view on the topic that you're working in, and all those side courses influence uh, what you're doing but we also have some uh, courses that are um, yeah on the side that try to make it fun so we very much focus on creativity mm-hmm. for example in the second semester we have one uh, we had one project um, that's called morphology and mm-hmm. uh, there it's really about uh, trying to create a design language or um, yeah reinvent a design language um, so those are the first two um, semesters so the first year and uh, in the second year, you. So wait, only sorry. Before
0: yeah. It's fine. Before we go to the second year. Um, so, uh, in the first year design class, uh, you would say it's the main class?
1: Yeah. So, we have two design projects per mm-hmm. semester.
0: Okay. So, this is the, the main, the, the core of uh, the first year. And then there are other classes which are kind of fitting the, the main design class. There's also room for experimentation and uh, being a little bit playful in a way.
1: Yeah, and it's um, actually, yeah, you're kind of being asked to do that um, within also the design project. So the playfulness is always uh, around in every course, I would say, mm-hmm. and um, it can be very light, um, but especially within the design projects, um, there are going to, b- going to be uh, yeah, material experiments, uh, stuff like that, uh, where you're really then playing around um, and trying to find yeah, new solutions, even maybe a small scale solutions with uh, yeah, quick experiments.
0: And you also have a theory class? Yeah. Theory in design research, is it like one class or is it uh, two different, uh, Uh, completely different things?
1: uh, They're not completely different, but they're two different classes Ah, that we have. Um, So with design research, um, very much in the first semester, um, it was about how do you research. I think mm-hmm. most of us coming from a bachelor's, um, we yeah we, we know how we can research. So it's about getting books, reading those books and trying to, in a way, uh, get an understanding of the topic. But um, here in our design research uh, classes, we really um, think about the questions that we ask through which lens we ask them. And, um, yeah, how we then deal with the outcomes, uh, or so the answers that we, we generate. So it's mostly thinking about that and the kind of research and the perspective we put on that. And in theory, um, it's about different design theories, especially, for example, in the second semester, we had archaeology as a topic. Mm-hmm. And there we talked to archaeologists um, that we collaborated with in uh, the University of Leiden and um, there we had different theories on uh, material or craft and then you have different perspectives or lenses again how you look at a, a product that you may be f- uh that, that you find on the street uh do you look at it as a product do you look at it uh, in a way how it was made or mm-hmm. just through the material uh, the material itself
0: mm-hmm, okay i see that and also um how would you say? How are these classes structured? Is this like a traditional class in a way that you have to show up at nine a.m. or ten a.m. and you finish at five, or it's more of a, like based on individual talks with your tutors, or maybe you have feedback sessions? How it, how I, how your classes, how they look like?
1: So yeah, we do have a schedule, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I would say it's very much, yeah, individual because you are the the driver behind your own master's uh, program in a way. So uh, what you find within the topic that is given to you is up to you. And the outcome is very much individual to you. But there is a structure that is given to you. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be um, some lectures and there is going to be input. But often very much it's about uh, talking with the teachers and um, generating ideas and uh, developing your project through one on one talks with the tutors.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. I think it's really nice that you mentioned that you had this collaboration in the first year in the second semester yeah. if I if I remember correctly with this Leiden University, I think it's always nice to go a little bit outside of the uh, Art Academy bubble and also collaborate with people from other fields and other specialists.
1: Yeah, very much so. And we have that uh, throughout yeah, the whole Masters. There's always going to be input from outside of the Academy, especially also talking to design studios um, all, from all around the Netherlands, and there's always going to be this interaction with yeah, the real world in a way.
0: And also, how big is your master? How many people do y- you have in your class?
1: Uh, we're quite small. So in the second year right now, we have a total of five students. In the first year, it's um, 10 students. And so in total, the whole master's department is 15 of us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really tiny. But I think it also contributes to more of this intimate atmosphere or the more of an individual-based uh, approach to students, I assume.
1: Yeah, very much so. And uh, what's really nice about this that um, the groups that yeah are generated uh, through these um, yeah through that mission basically yeah, is yeah. that there's always going to be um, different design characters. So my motivation. Um, is clear for myself but then there are uh, uh, people that are very much into repairability for example Mm -hmm. or even questioning uh, sexuality in a way Mm -hmm. and then it becomes really an interesting discussion that you always have um, uh, then when i bring in my positionality and i'm kind of being confronted with a completely different way of thinking and Mm -hmm. i think that really then um, creates the most interesting and innovative uh, ideas and solutions uh, once you really then uh, get into a discussion with uh, different types of designers
0: yeah, it's like probably also very much learning from the group itself.
1: Exactly. So it's uh, on the one hand, y- it's about what you contribute to the group, but also what you get out of it. And uh, I think it's a very much a give and take in our department of, um, yeah, how our group mm-hmm. dynamic works. But it's very very nice um, to have <laughs> to study in this very small but yeah, um, yeah family vibe uh, yeah, environment.
0: Totally. So in the first year, uh, Master Industrial Design, we have two semesters and each semester has two design projects yeah <laughs> okay that's good and then you have other classes which are kind of fitting the main design class uh, the main design project oh my yeah. god i'm sorry and then um so the first year is it, it can be related to your uh, thesis uh, graduation project or it doesn't have to be what is the relation
1: Um, I think what what influences that master thesis is your, again, intention and position as a designer, Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't necessarily relate to the first or second semester um, in in that first year. Uh, What you come up with for your master thesis is very much up to you. So it can be that your personal drive or interest, Mm -hmm. um, again, could be furniture design, but your projects were um, not at all about furniture design, but you're obviously then still able to do that but um, uh, maybe something in the first or second semester really sparks uh, an interest that you then want to further develop and then it becomes a linear thing but it's not necessarily connected
0: Mm -hmm, okay i see so now we are uh, finishing first year industrial design we're going to the second year what is happening in the second year
1: um we start the whole semester or the whole year basically by presenting um, our concept that we came up uh, with over the summer so we all had then I don't know how long is it two months mm-hmm. to 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 think about um, yeah what we w- what we want to tackle basically what what issues we may see or challenges we want to um, face, and we present that and then there's a um, uh, yeah a certain structure within that first semester as well where you have uh, very much individual talks constantly and mm-hmm. um, you uh, you have different teachers that really. Um, yeah, you have different points of views that you get in, but it's about design research in that first mm-hmm. semester. So very theoretical, but obviously you can, uh, or you're asked to to create products as well, um, prove on or influence your theory through mm-hmm. the making. And then the second semester, um, that's what I'm working on right now, is <laughs> uh, actually applying that theory and turning that theoretical design research into a project.
0: Yeah, so basically you have whole year uh to write your thesis and work on your research and then to execute.
1: Yeah in a way. The th- our way. our main thesis is that design research so the main writing at least for us um was done uh, right now in the first half year. Yeah. But obviously there's going to be more contributions and more ideas uh, of course. the more you work on it.
0: Yeah it's always like this. Like creative process is always uh it's it's um it's developing in a way. It's never set in a final stage I would yeah. say. But yeah totally. Okay. And um, I think uh, as we are also like, let's say, talking about the second year and you are graduating this year, I think it would be nice to also talk a little bit about who are you as a designer, uh, how you position yourself as a creative uh, person and what are the topics you mostly work with. You mentioned already that it's sustainability and mm-hmm. it's something which really links your interest uh, from your bachelor and now in your master. So if you could also tell us maybe a little bit more about um, yeah, this interest and maybe also a graduation project more in, in a detailed way.
1: OK, so, yeah, I, I, uh, again, I don't want to constantly repeat the sustainability, but <laughs> that is just very much uh, f- uh, what, uh, what I'm very mm-hmm. much interested in. I see a lot of um, challenges that we're facing uh, on different levels. So whether that's ecological, economical or social. And already within that, there is a mm-hmm. multitude of, of of possible projects um, that I want to work on. Uh, so that's what I came um, here uh, to the academy with. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah okay. And um, I, I also very much I'm on the topic of uh, thinking into the the next couple of years. How are um, yeah um, people are g- how are they going to live? Uh, what's going to change globally? Where are going to are people going to move um, mm-hmm. with climate change. And I'm trying to find, um, yeah, certain steps within all these systems where I can, yeah, start designing and try to design a solution. So that's my personal motivation to design. Mm-hmm. For my master thesis, I try to combine that with thinking um, along with how the d- the design field is developing. And mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, parametric design tools and computational design tools are going to play a more central role. So I decided to research that and uh, learn more about those tools. And um, within that, I I, I realized that they are in a way uh, tools that um, automate certain processes. So uh, the time that you as a designer have to spend on creating a certain product Mm -hmm. gets less. But for me, I then say if you have more time in a way, um, you need to strengthen your yeah, your intention, um, your theory and mm-hmm. um, yeah, the urgency you see within design. And that's when it re- really turns theoretical uh, uh, when you talk about politics of design um, and ethics of design, mm-hmm. for example. And yeah, this mm-hmm. this becomes very, very unclear and hazy um, uh, m- m- the more you research it. But right now I'm trying to apply it on a very um, yeah, real problem, which is waste and construction waste. In in Haag, you see all these containers within mm-hmm. the streets just filled with with w- yeah garbage and uh, i don't see uh, a whole lot of um yeah worth uh, as it is displayed right there but actually behind the material there's a lot still to to gain from that so i'm trying to develop a tool where um yeah you can parametrically design immediately with the waste that you find trying to shortcut uh, the need for recycling yeah. and Uh, putting all those amounts of energy into this Mm -hmm. system of creating a kind of new raw material and trying to envision uh, futures where we rethink, we interact with uh, waste and trash.
0: Yeah. And what is parametric design? It sounds very mysterious to me. If you could explain (laughs) computational computational (laughs) design and how do you apply it in your practice?
1: Yeah. Um, So computational design I I would explain as designing a system rather than a singular product Mm -hmm. Um, and that goes in contrast to computerized design in a way so uh, when you think about um, yeah I don't know designing a chair or a poster even uh, or a house Mm -hmm. there's one way of doing it where you uh, draw everything by hand basically and once you want to change something you have to basically change the whole thing And with computational design or parametric design, Mm -hmm. you design a whole system uh, where you have where you predefine certain parameters that influence Mm -hmm. that. So giving an example, um, it could be that if you design a chair um, and it looks great, but you go to a client and that client says, well, I would like to have it. Five centimeters uh, higher and uh, ten centimeters wider, for example, mm-hmm. um, in a in a computerized manner, you would have to redesign the whole chair. But within yeah. the system, you you create a system where you uh, ca- can adjust that fairly easily. And the parameters exactly, yeah. and what I- and that's kind of the applied version of that. But thinking about really design. It's also interesting that this system can generate outcomes that you did not envision when you started the whole process. Mm -hmm. And I think that can spark a lot of interesting new uh, concepts when you think about that the software kind of has this magical side to it where it um, becomes this powerful tool of, of creating a multitude of outcomes that then the designer can choose from
0: that's the future in a way right Uh, trying to bridge the digital and like using the softwares and uh, and coding and to help you in a way with executing your ideas that's how i perceive that and um i wanted to also ask you about your creative process which is a big term and if you could maybe tell me what are the steps you're taking when you are working on a project? Where do you start? What What is the next step? Like, follow these steps, and what are these steps you're taking in between?
1: So I th- I I think for me, yeah, I think it would be easier if a, a teacher would uh, kind of uh, answer that question, uh, <laughs> kind of as an external person. But mm-hmm. I think for myself, that uh, how I work is is that I have all these different backgrounds in a way. I can talk about architecture. Mm-hmm. I can talk. Um, about product design uh, even even a little bit of graphic design so i try to work in this interdisciplinary manner of once i see uh, once i get confronted with a challenge i don't immediately try to go into one loophole i try to zoom out first and think of different angles of approaching that and that for me is is research and yeah i'm trying to find already uh, certain stepping stones and then, as yeah, as soon as the that product um, or the project develops, um, I try to find out if the solution or my end product will be an actual product or if it will be a concept or a system, mm-hmm. or even like this half tool, like I'm working on right now with my master thesis, mm-hmm. um, where it's not about creating one singular outcome, but yeah, yeah maybe helping people to find their own outcomes.
0: Mm-hmm and industrial design as a as a field wh- how do you understand industrial design what is industrial design about for you and maybe how uh kbk as an art school approach this topic as well
1: <laughs> i love the question what, what is design <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah that's a big uh, it's, it's a big big question <laughs> uh, i think industrial design in general is yeah about yeah, designing uh, products that will be then made on an industrial mm-hmm. de- industrial level. So I th- for me, at least it's about uh, thinking about mass production or large scale production. But at the KBK, what's really unique is actually questioning industrial design. Like I mentioned, the the motto of the, the masters is uh, redesigning the industry. Mm-hmm. And um, for us, it's really questioning how we design, what we design, and for whom we design Um, it's 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 yeah very theoretical on on the one hand but um, also I think is very uh, pressing and urgent to have this field this space where Mm -hmm. you uh, uh, question yourself and uh, the field that you're working in constantly in order to yeah yeah find find certain solutions and answers
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah I see so it's more like conceptual approach in a way, or maybe more like experimental. I don't know, if would you say that?
1: Yeah, sure, Um, it it can be. Again, it depends on uh, what the individual student brings in. So for myself, it's very conceptual, but we do have students that are very much uh, thinking through their making, um, Mm -hmm. uh, that are almost craft people and and uh, think about uh, how they handle the wood or play with wood or how they weld. Um, and and really go through that material making so and they experiment through that so it can be uh, however you work um, mm-hmm. is yeah it's up to the student and it is also not predefined uh, by the teachers it's it's how you work and how you generate yeah. outcomes
0: I can see it's very individual based yeah and how about expectations that's another question in the podcast if you before you uh, came to KBK if you had any particular image of how studying at the academy will look like and then you're here already and something was completely different than you imagined.
1: Yeah, um, so I I, I came here hoping to become an industrial designer, not really knowing what that (laughs) actually means, but Mm -hmm. I was uh, imagining it in a way that, yeah, now I have uh, this interior architecture down and I'm going to uh, also kind of challenge or uh, tackle industrial design. Mm -hmm. And I was expecting to maybe have some engineering uh, and uh, kind of those software skills. But I quickly realized it's about, uh, um, yeah, again, that theoretical aspect, thinking about um, how how we design. And uh, yeah I I realized that it's quite easy, actually, to Mm -hmm. get that engineering part down, especially for this Masters. uh, So the software skills. Uh, b- but that it was more about um, yeah this critical view on design. And um, that was also my expectation in a way. And I'm, I'm quite happy mm-hmm. with that here. Because, like I said, you're constantly asking questions, constantly are in a discussion with either your peers or your tutors or even professionals that you just contact uh, on LinkedIn, basically, and ask them to talk about your topic. And uh, especially here at the KBK, that's Mm -hmm. very much possible, but I love the Netherlands for that as well. Uh, uh, It's a very open design environment, I feel like, and um, people are interested in what you're doing and you're always going to uh, have a talk about your topic if you want to have that, and I think that's very special.
0: I agree. I also have the feeling that Netherlands is basically the the best place to be if you want to be a designer in general, it doesn't uh, matter if you want to be a product designer or graphic designer or fashion designer. I have the feeling that they are very supportive as a state yeah. um, to this particular creative fields. Yeah. So, yeah, I can totally relate. And um, tell me, Stefan, because you are from Germany, yeah. mm, but you study in The Hague. Uh, so, you moved from Germany to the Netherlands. So... What, uh, how would you describe living in The Hague? What is the landscape of the city? Do you like it here? Or Maybe there are any specific places you could recommend for the prospective students? You Some know? insider tips. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um,
1: so, yeah, the, um, what I really love about The Hague is that you're, f- I see it as like almost in the center of, of uh, the Netherlands in a way. Mm-hmm. So Utrecht, uh, Amsterdam, Rotterdam, they're all super close. Um And yeah, if you want to look at an exhibition and all of those cities, there really isn't any reason not to go because you're just there so quickly and there's always something going on. uh, So you're not limited to just The Hague. I think that's the greatest thing about the Netherlands. Uh, About The Hague, it's lovely that... um, yeah, it's just the beach. I think Th- that's <laughs> just the best selling point, especially in the summer. Good air quality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y- you're just going uh, going to have uh, yeah uh, parties by the beach, or you can go for a swim in the summer. Yeah, but totally. also, yeah. But also the, the the nature around the Hague. So you have the Mindel, There are so many parks. Me, uh, I'm I'm a very uh, yeah <laughs> big cyclist. So oh, okay, um, yeah, um, the Netherlands is great for that. But there are also so many uh, infrastructural. Uh, developments just for that, and you, you're going to be uh, yeah by the beach within mm-hmm. 10 minutes. You're going to be in a yeah forest landscape within 10 minutes. It, de- it depends really what you want, mm-hmm. but also in the Hague, I think you have everything that you need here uh, to to be yeah a designer, and you can collaborate with anybody basically within (laughs) two kilometers if you want to go to a fab lab Uh, you (laughs) can do that uh, really quickly or um yeah you can explore really really easily from here so that's the greatest point for me
0: so what is your favorite cycling path
1: (laughs) the favorite cycling path uh it starts in Scheveningen and it goes throughout the Mayendel and it goes all the way up to nordwijk you really cycle through the dunes um, and it feels like a moon Mm -hmm. Landscape at some point, and then you see the the, the North Sea at, uh, again. But then uh, at some point you're cycling by sheep and cow, and oh, yeah. uh, it's it's really They're really cute. nice. Yeah.
0: Just to mention, Scheveningen is a district uh, by the by the sea. It's like a beach district in the Hague. Mm. It's part of the city. But um, yeah, do you think there's anything uh, which is still uh, should be mentioned, or which which we didn't cover? Um,
1: I don't know. Um, I, <laughs> I think we covered, I think uh, we qu- covered quite a bit. Yeah.
0: Quite a bit um, yeah. about uh, Master Industrial Design. So I'm very uh, happy to have you with me today. So once again, uh, it was Stefan, second year Master Industrial Design from Royal Academy of Art. And that was In Conversation podcast. And thank you very much for being with me today. <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> for having me. <laughs>